host Effie Pilarinu and today I'll be talking about the DeFi. There's a lot to discuss. I will try to uh, stick to the basics and give some uh, broad insights uh, that can be understood, uh, especially for people that come from the traditional world and um, don't understand what um, DeFi is all about. First and foremost, we are talking about unregulated uh, experimentation and innovation, and that is why essentially it is true innovation. When I hear the word DeFi, I always think of non-custodial processes in capital markets, in, in financial services. What does that mean? It means we don't need custodians to do whatever needs to be done, whether it's payments or asset management or lending and borrowing the basic financial services. So thinking of DeFi, we're talking about decentralized applications. The degree of decentralization varies, but mainly we're talking about non-custodial uh, processes and uh, applications. And what that, that means, it, it changes the way we do uh, uh, finance, we process finance today, which is all based on um, a sort of a accounting a ledger uh, that proves ownership of an asset and intermediaries that are the custodians and, and much more. So DeFi is equivalent to what I would call self-sovereign digital ownership. And this is important because we can get rid of KYC, so to speak, because there is no such um, uh, thing because uh, payments and, and lending and, and borrowing and asset management are not based on who I am and who the other counterparty is, but it's based on mainly validating the transaction. It doesn't matter who is uh, on, on the two ends of the transaction. So I like to think of it as shifting to a world where we're focusing on validating the transactions in a totally different way. It's not about the counterparties. So again, let's go back to DeFi. And it, it, there are a few groups of financial services that are being offered and, and uh, experimented, if you want. We have payments in a decentralized way, peer-to-peer. Uh, we have lending and borrowing, and we have asset management, and most importantly, we have exchanges. So in, in that uh, um, categorization, we would uh, say that most growth has been in uh, the DEXs, the decentralized exchanges, and in the lending uh, protocol. In the decentralized exchanges, again, instead of having to uh, think of an exchange like Coinbase, uh, 
we have a decentralized exchange where you don't need to identify yourself in order to uh, participate or use uh, the exchange. And then the liquidity is provided by users, liquidity pools. It's kind of a crowdsourced approach to liquidity instead of the institutional liquidity providers um, that uh, we know in um, uh, the regular uh, financial markets like Citadel. Those are replaced by uh, pools from, from retail. And in general, when we are uh, thinking of um, the high interest rates that are earned in DeFi, that are earned through staking or farming, basically those also are peer-to-peer -peer and retail uh, transactions that enable this. And we can think of them as analogs of the, the repo market or analogs of, you know, lending uh, securities and earning interest uh, by the day, by the hour. Um, so we are experimenting with decentralized storage. We're experimenting with earning interest on assets in a different uh, uh, way. We're also experimenting in having users issue um, assets or structure assets that was not possible before. So we're taking capital markets from the wholesale level and bringing it to um, the retail level. And basically these dApps are tools where um, you could manufacture um, all the, the financial products that we know are manufactured at the wholesale level and then distributed to retail. I think it's important to know some names and recognize some names. For example, Uniswap is one of the big and top um, decentralized exchanges uh, right now. Um, names like uh, MakerDAO and Aave are um, major names, major players in the decentralized lending uh, space. MakerDAO was one of the first uh, movers with their uh, stablecoin DAI and Aave is um, one of the top ones right now and even moving into uh, more experimentation with the real world, with, with mortgages. We have um, in the asset management space, uh, Yearn Finance, that is, is a 2020 growth story. Think of them as um, a robo-advisor that automates and optimizes where you can get the best yields from all the different protocols. And then we have payment decentralized applications like Eflexa and the, the Lightning Network. I'm not going to go into deeper detail, but I want to say that I remember two years ago at the Crypto Valley uh, conference in, in June 2018, I met and spoke extensively with Loe Lu, who's the co-founder and, and um, CEO of Kyber, 
networks, uh, which is another decentralized exchange more focused on, on um, uh, small merchants and enabling them uh, to, to accept any type of cryptocurrency and their customers to be able to uh, exchange it uh, through, through the DEX. And, and what struck me there, the conversation was that, you know, the different DEXs and the different DAPs, they're not all completely decentralized. Some of them are decentralized with respect to the custody or, um, you know, keeping uh, the funds or others are more decentralized with respect to their order book or uh, the liquidity uh, pools. So DeFi is an umbrella term and there's degrees there. As long as it is unregulated, we will have a lot of uh, experimentation. The area that I care a lot about and, and I'm um, more of a, an expert is asset and, and wealth management. And recently, in collaboration with the Wealth Mosaic, we uh, uh, issued a report profiling uh, 10 uh, companies that are involved in um, the wealth and asset management space and are using in one way or another blockchain to transform uh, services in the space. Within those, we, we had one candidate and that is uh, profiled consensus and they have um, a whole suite of dApps and other tools to facilitate uh, decentralized finance. Decentralized finance today is uh, mainly built on the Ethereum uh, protocol, EOS uh, and others are behind, but um, most of the dApps are on uh, Ethereum. And I want to close by saying that DeFi is, is really about changing how we design, how we structure um, financial products and financial services. They are, it's not about distributing in a, in a different way, uh, like, you know, uh, online, mobile, 24-7. Uh, it's about really doing things uh, differently and in my mind, especially in the uh, asset management space, it's all about structuring in a different way. And this is very exciting. Uh, we are seeing innovations coming into the space, even within um, the products that are uh, ETP wrappers of cryptocurrencies or portfolios of cryptocurrencies, even there, we will be seeing um, innovation because they'll be able to pass on uh, the interest earned from staking if the cryptocurrencies uh, are eligible for, for staking. Uh, so there is a lot to be excited about and a lot to learn. And there is only one way to really learn. Get on one DEX. Um, open uh, a MetaMask um, wallet, open um, 
an Ether wallet, uh, go ahead and spend $10, $100 or euros to start getting a feel and understand uh, what does it mean to have the transparency of seeing a transaction being processed, seeing the fees and what are the fees, how much does it cost, um, understanding what is the difference between a wallet and, and, a, and a DEX and a DAP. So this is really the only way to do this. And with this, I want to close and say that um, DeFi may have a lot of uh, bugs and, and scams uh, like any new technology, but there is a genuine um, philosophical but very practical reason for it to uh, exist, be funded and to innovate. So decentralized finance and all these apps are worth uh, uh, taking some time, even though they're not uh, so user-friendly, to experiment and understand what uh, will be coming up in the next few years in terms of uh, financial services without um, the current financial institutions. What pieces of the centralized entities, the intermediaries will remain transformed uh, probably um, is, is unknown at this point, but there's going to be some balance and the balance will shift towards more decentralization uh, rather than less. Thank you very much for listening.